It's the 90s to now with John Deere. What is the 90s to now? It's my weekly radio show on 100.9 2BACR Sydney. It's about the news, music and talking about the 90s to now. Thanks for listening to my podcast where we feature some of the musicians and interesting people that I interview each week. And we have spoken to Michael Burrows before, but I'm happy to have him again on the show. He's just bringing out a brand new song. Uh, G'day, Michael. Thanks so much for joining us here. Hey, how you going, John? Thanks Um, for having me again. Oh, absolutely. Pleasure. I heard your song and I thought, oh, I've got to have Michael back on. It was just a matter of fitting you in, which, uh, because I think your song came out a few weeks ago now, and I've only just made it to get you in so that's good i'm glad i could thank you yeah i'm glad we could glad we could we we made it (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, there's a lot of good music out there it's amazing Uh, yeah yeah no it's terrific absolutely so um what have you been up to since we spoke i think it would have been about february when was when did you bring out um please don't cry yeah it was probably just before we all hit um you know national covid Awareness Week, Awareness Year. Yeah, well, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, and uh, went in, went into lockdown. So it was it was just before then, and really since then, um, you know, well, based in Melbourne, it means that we are the we're the zombie pariah state. So we're all kind of hiding away in bunkers and and um, trying our hardest just to to sort of get things back to normal. Oh yeah, I know. I speak to I, I work in a printing company. And we yep. have a Melbourne office, and I spoke to the guy who does paper, and he said, oh, I haven't been in the office since March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, I, I'm lucky enough to go there a couple of times a week, and at least I get out of the house because it's be, just about kill you. But anyway, so um, so lockdown for you, what what does that mean for you? Well, lockdown for me, I, I think I mentioned last time I run a like a jingle studio, so I've been um, a music studio. Um, where we create a lot of the jingles. And um, look, in some ways, the technology has allowed us to keep going. I feel pretty lucky um, that um, I work for myself and that um, I've been able to keep keep moving with a lot of that stuff. And, and interestingly, out of, out of COVID and out of music, we managed to somehow um, score a, a song that kind of went viral, like a, a little jingle, a COVID jingle that oh, yeah. went viral. And uh, went viral in Victoria. It was called What We Need to Do. And um, I was riding my bike and a friend rang me um and told me that um he heard neil mitchell who's kind of like uh 2gb's top rate you know 3aw's 2gb sister station and yeah neil mitchell's the the he um yeah the 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 high rating show and um he was sort of calling out for some kind of unifying for victorians to get together and do something and i i heard that as a call to arms to kind of create a song so on the bike ride home, I created a whole kind of campaign, I guess, and and uh, put the song out. And, and on Monday, it went it went viral from politicians to celebrities to every TV network, radio network, every McDonald's, Woolworths. Everyone just started playing this song and and putting everyone doing the little W hand sign, which I created. And um, it was it was great. It was oh, awesome. How good's that? Yeah, it was a, it was sort of an unexpected thing, and and it kept me busy, and it still is because it's still on TV, and it's still kind of um, part of the the vernacular in Victoria anyway for COVID. So it was my little bit to keep busy and and still put out some music. Um, well, well, you were also uh, during the break. You've been uh, doing live streaming of uh, people, I think, too, from memory. Yeah, no, exactly. So I mean, that's you know that that's really the reality now. It's um, it's. It's live streams, and I, I don't know whether people are tired of it or they they walk. You know, Zoom got really hard for a little while. I think it was really novel at the beginning, 
Mm. And then, you know, I'm not sure if, if you feel the same, but it eventually gets tiring to kind of watch watch music on there because we're so used to watching it live. Oh, yeah. It, it just, anything just feels so second rate. Yeah, I've been I've been looking at some of my, uh, my my phone decided to remind me of all the wonderful shows that I've seen at Sydney Olympic <laughs> yeah. Park. So I've got yeah. pictures there of Elton John, which were early in the year, and we got yeah. pictures of the Eagles and all this. And I'm thinking, just think that was only like last year. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I had such great concerts booked for this year, um, in, including you know, I mean. Oh, like it's just so many great country artists coming from from America, and you know it all just it all just got got canned, you know, and um, we just had to accept it as 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 artists and as fans. Yeah, it's just it's just a shame. So um, I'm going to play three of your tracks. In fact, I'm going to play uh, "Turn This Love Around." Now I remember I asked you a bit about that last time. Just uh, remind uh, Melissa um, a bit about that song. Yeah, "Turn This Love Around" was a song that I got to make in in Nashville. And I got to work with an amazing uh, team over there. I ended up co-writing that song with a guy called Frank Myers, who um, his most famous song he, he kind of won a Grammy for was that song, I Swear, which was a big hit in the 90s, I guess. I swear, uh, the moon, big romantic. Yeah, hit. great song too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I remember sitting in his house wondering, how did I get here? You know, Nashville was never on my radar, but I got to create an album over there and uh, really proud of this song. And, and this song actually ended up getting to number 24 on the US Billboard AC charts, which is a big, big thing for me, um, adult, just to have that kind of profile. Adult Contemporary is a huge chart in the US. Yeah, yeah, that's they, right. They even, have the, they even have like the countdown of the top 40 and they have an AC version and, uh, and, and the rock version, so that's terrific. So I always wondered whether Casey Kasem would have read out my name. I don't know. Oh, no, I know. That would have been ideal. I mean, I've got some records of home, some of the older, some of the older American top forties, and they're just amazing to listen to. I just love the way he spoke and the way he back and out stuff, especially the Australian oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was all the way from Australia. We've got, you know, American top forty. It was just so good. It was, yeah. I, I used to just sit there with my fingers poised on the on the cassette. You know, to, to record those oh, shows and yeah, amazing. And like I remember when the Little River Band were huge, obviously in the seventies uh, and eighties, and yeah. he'd go, and here's another one from the Little River Band. They're soon catching up with air supply. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow. uh, let's so have wonderful. let's have a listen to uh, turn this love around, and we'll come back and talk a bit more, including a bit about you and Neil Finn after this. Great. It is 100.9 to be ACR. It is uh, the 90s now, and I've got my Aussie Artist of the Week. His name is Michael Burrows, and we just heard one of his tracks called uh, Turn, Turn This Love Around. That beautiful track too, Michael. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really proud of that song, and and, and, it, and it feels like it's got the right amount of um, country vibe to it, I mean, because the band that played in it included um, people like Chris McHugh, who's Keith Urban's drummer, um, a whole lot of other amazing guys, and obviously, you know, um, Jimmy Nichols and Frank Myers, who who produced that album. They're they're very ca- caught up in that scene over there, you know, producing for artists like Faith Hill, and um, uh, they've worked with you know Taylor Swift and Dolly Parton, and, and yeah. you know, I to- I think I told you last time the guy that mixed it was a guy who um, 
worked with John Lennon, you know, three days before he was killed. Yeah, it's I mean, amazing. No, it's got a terrific sound. So um, I'm going to ask you um, now. At one stage there, you had some money to record, and then you decided, no, I'll just donate it to a to a charity and try to win a place to record with Neil Finn. How did that go? Yeah, well, that was that was the best um, money I put down on the on the on on uh, on the best race, and I won. And um, you're right, it was a charity called Medicine Mondial, and, and Neil Finn was connected to it. And I had saved some money to, to record or do some PR, and I decided to try and win that opportunity. And the next thing I knew, I'm sending demos to my absolute hero, and I'm getting emails back from from uh, Neil Finn telling me that he loves these two songs, and let's let's record them. And the really good thing I loved was when you bought this song out, they even he even put it on his on his Facebook and web page. Oh I, yeah, that's I mean that's bucket list stuff. You look up neilfinn.com now and you go to the artist section or the the other section under his music and it's there forever. It's I know. there with with Paul Kelly and other artists that he's worked with and that's just to me that's everything. I can't believe that actually happened. No, it's it's a great track. Um, and uh, you wrote it originally. You did a recording yourself. Um, tell tell us about the song anyway. Please don't cry. Yeah, well, please don't cry was written in a in a really uh, early part of the morning. Um, I'd been listening to a lot of uh, Buddy Holly and Roy Orbison. I was really fascinated with the way that they could choose one phrase like you know don't cry or please don't do this or you know don't do that for me. And it had a bit of doo wop to it. I slowed it down. Um, tried it, tried it in different ways, and and please don't cry. It all fell really quickly. I just remember the song happened really quickly, from melody to chorus. I just imagined a guy sitting in a bar and trying to break up with someone and and trying to make up some excuse. And you know, my biggest fear is someone crying in front of me, and you know, I hate that. And uh, I think that's that's the emotion that tried to come out of it. Um, and when I took it to Neil Finn's studio, he he kind of um, had a band there set up waiting, and and he he's an amazing producer, and he got us to play it slow, and then play it like a Johnny Cash band, and then play it like the Sex Pistols, and <laughs> and eventually and eventually it kind of found its shape. It was a really interesting way of of finding a song's natural rhythm. A song does have a natural feel, and sometimes you don't know it when you're writing it, but um, that's what a good producer does. That's great to think that he tried the different genres and basically worked out which one worked for the song. That's terrific, isn't it? Yeah, well, I've got a version of it. I'll send it to you one day that was my original demo, which was very, very much like, um, do you know the Weezer song, Buddy Holly? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love so the I film clip. I love the film oh, clip yeah, of that. It's great. Happy, Happy days. days, yeah. Yeah, and uh, so I was listening to a lot of that and and so the song had that feel to it and I think he heard that and sort of, made it a bit more age appropriate for me and just sort of felt well you know that's it's really cool that it's very hooky but it's how are you going to do in a whole a whole album of that sort of stuff if that's not your your shtick yeah and uh now you were singing the song how did he decide that he wanted to do some backing vocals with you yeah well it was getting late on the on the second or third night and i remember i was getting frustrated with my own uh, harmonies and vocals so it was just really myself and neil and the, the the head engineer there and I just remember kind of Neil just turning to me and saying, well, do you mind if I have a have a pass at the vocals? And I, I just remember feeling like I was ready to die in that New Zealand chair. I mean, you Amazing. know, <laughs> and then just to hear him talk, I, I've even got a take somewhere where I can hear him 
saying at the end of his take, was that okay? And I'm like, you know, I, I remember turning to the engineer just saying, does he do this very often? And he mouthed the words no. And, and you know, I, I knew that uh, it was we had something pretty special there. Okay, well, let's have a listen to it and we'll come back and talk a bit more about this and uh, your new song. Here it is on the 90s to now. It is the 90s to now, and my guest is Michael Burrows, and that was uh, featuring Neil Finn and Please Don't Cry. And uh, it's still, it's distinctive, his voice, and it's amazing. Oh, God, absolutely. What what a a coup. When I still hear it now, I still get excited. And, And, you know, for many, for a year or so before I actually put it out, I actually held on to just the solo version, the solo vocals of Neil singing, and I was so rapt that I had something that no other Neil Finn fan had. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? I think he's been, yeah. based, he's been based in the US since the start of this um, pandemic as well, I think, now at the moment. Yeah, that's right. I think both his sons are living there, and I've been, I used to watch in the early part of the pandemic some of their home videos, yeah. too, which was just fascinating. Yeah, I've been watching those things, and they do like uh, songs and stuff, so really good. Uh, really good. Yeah, now we're getting on to your latest release called Brand New Heartache. Now, it says Michael Burroughs, but I know that's more than in Michael Burroughs. Who else is with you singing this song? Yeah, so this song came about uh, two of my old buddies from uh, when we were teenagers, uh, Lior, who many people would know because he's, uh, you know, got about four or five albums and a uh, very big independent artist with a, um, one of his biggest songs was This Old Love. And uh, Simon Starr, who's also big, um, very big in the jazz world, and has, has been part of a lot of very lot of artists' work. You know, he plays in Deborah Conway's band and things like that. These are old buddies of mine who we grew up with, as as sort of you know young adults. And um, we don't often get together at my studio. Uh, um, I've got my studio here in Melbourne, and late nights we'd all talk about our lives and relationships and old girlfriends and things like that. And the conversations would invariably drift to, you know, certain t- certain themes that that lines came out of and uh, songs came out of, and the way the studio is set up, it's almost like a gym circuit class. So you sort of <laughs> start on one start on one instrument, and um, as the music changes, you, you you can swap across to the next thing. I ended up on drums. Simon was on the keyboard, and Leo happened to be playing guitar. And I had a line. There's a spider on the wall, and from there it all sort of just fell into place, and we recorded it. Um, with Ben Edgar, who uh, is a guitarist for um, Gautier and, um, uh, oh, God, so many other great artists, uh, Angus and Julia Stone, and mm. and it came together really fast we, and really proud of this song. No, it's a great it's, song. It's really good. Why don't we share it and we'll come back and have a final bit of a chat. Yeah. Here it is on the 90s to now. Is the night east now? Hello, it's John Daring, and my guest is Michael Burrows, and that's his brand new track called What was it called, Michael? Brand new heartache. There you yeah. go. I said it was brand new, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You had it right. Now, well, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, it's always a pleasure to chat with you, and uh, your music's fantastic. As I said, I, I get to speak to, uh, well, apparently, I've done 65 plus interviews, which I've turned into podcasts. So this might be 66, um, which is terrific. Uh, some amazing yeah. different musicians right around the country. Um, and one from Los Angeles, one of the people I used to work with a long time ago. He's uh, Okay. He's, he works there. He lives in there and a uh, session musician, uh, from an amazing guitarist. 
and he's bringing out some new stuff which he hadn't done since about 12, 12 years ago. So good luck wow. to him. Yeah. So I spoke to him recently. But thanks so much for coming on. Uh, good luck with the uh, lockdowns in Victoria and uh, let's hope that everybody starts to do the right things. Absolutely. No, I really appreciate it. And, you know, it's always fun chatting and, and going through the music. And thanks for your support, as always. You know, it uh, gives us something to aim for as we're, as we're creating. No, it's always good to play good Aussie independent music and uh, try to do it every week here. So uh, um, we'll, we'll say thanks very much, Michael. It's been a pleasure chatting. Thanks so much. Thanks, John. The 90s to now. Heard on 100.9 2BACR every Tuesday night from 7. Also, check out the 90s to now Facebook and Instagram pages to find out more.